Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the PG Show, where we talk about all things college football. Today, we have another guest speaker in Reggie Grimes. How you doing, Reggie? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, we beat OSU yesterday, so I don't have to endure another year of hearing all my OSU friends talk trash. Yeah, well, if you have OSU friends, you shouldn't have them. I guess not. I guess not. But you know what? They're good for something. They're good to keep around every once in a while. Yeah. So anyways, well, we'll just go ahead and we'll dive into it. So we appreciate you coming on. But tell us a little bit more about your family. Where did you grow up? Uh, again, was born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, again, lived there all my life until I came to college here in Norman. Uh, so definitely a place that, that's near and dear to my heart. I uh, just say Tennessee in general, um, family. So I grew up, I have two sisters, one older, one younger, uh, one of my older one, uh, she was a, a track star. Uh, she won, I think two or three conference championships up at Austin P in Clarksville, Tennessee. Then my younger sister, she's a freshman in college this year. She plays basketball at Tennessee tech. Uh, but she won state four times in track. Um, her, uh, yeah, I guess would have been her junior and senior year. So again, she's a freshman out there doing basketball, doing her thing, all that fun stuff. So we're a really, really athletic family. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I see that looking at your two, four, seven sports profile. So I see your dad was a former defensive tackle at Alabama, and then he played a little bit with the Patriots and you said your sister plays at Austin P. Uh, played previously. Played. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's now. Let her last year was her last year. She's now during joined the workforce. Is a, is a part of corporate America and has a big girl job now. So all that fun stuff. But yeah, no, she was a, she was a heck of an athlete. And then uh, my mom, she was the track star uh, in the family. Girl, she won a uh, she won a Big Eight conference title with Nebraska. Then she transferred to Alabama, which is where she met my dad. Uh, and then eventually, all of us popped out. So. <laughs> yeah so was there a, a little bit of family uh beef going on yesterday with alabama football playing austin p because that game i don't think was as big of a blowout as they thought it was going to be uh not necessarily i mean you know the only one who really went to austin p was my was my older sister so she talked a little stuff but otherwise you know it, it was what it was we had a uh we had bigger things on the agenda yesterday yeah, yeah, really big things, beating Oklahoma State. So I'm going through your recruiting profile a little bit, right? And right. I see, you know, you took the visits to Oklahoma. It looks like you took uh, visits to Florida State and, of course, Tennessee. Um, and maybe back previously, you had Alabama. Give us a little bit more insight to just your recruitment, who recruited you, why did you come to Oklahoma specifically, uh, did you even consider maybe going and living in your dad's footsteps to Alabama? Yeah, uh, I can answer all those things. So just starting with the the Alabama question. Yes, uh, for a, a long time, I contemplated, you know, going to the University of Alabama and playing there, uh, living up to, uh, again, being a legacy because, again, both my parents went and graduated from there. Um, and then I, I kind of realized that maybe I want to, you know, have walked in my own footsteps that makes this make my own path. Um, I did, you know, same color scheme, just, just different, just different places. So I, um, 
uh, after my visit to Alabama, I went back to to some of my uh, some people who were recruiting me, some of the some of the like uh, offer posts I had on Twitter. Uh, I went back and uh, just kind of see who was who, uh, and I landed on Oklahoma. Um, uh, that coach Coach Tibbs called him. Uh, you know, and then we had a great conversation. We had great few conversations, and then uh, got me on the phone with Coach Riley. Um, and then you know, one thing led to another. Then I took a visit here, loved it here. Um, me and Keyshawn Lawrence, who was committed to Tennessee, went to Tennessee for a year. Uh, again, we we took our official visit here together. Um, again, lo- loved it, but again, he was committed to Tennessee for for different reasons, and uh, I wasn't committed yet to anywhere. So. Uh, on Thanksgiving of of my senior year, so Thanksgiving of 2019, I decided to um, come to Oklahoma, come sooner. Yeah. So, what was one of the things on your recruiting visit that really stuck out to you about OU? Uh, just the environment, you know, the environment, the traditions, um, just just kind of the the atmosphere, the the in game feel. Um, you know, and then just the the the, the dominance because I, I came. It was it was Oklahoma played West Virginia, um, so you could probably pinpoint the exact date of that. Um, but it was OU and West V. Uh, they played and OU won and all that fun stuff. And um, again, just just the the amount of poise I saw from not only the players but from the coaching staff. That there was never any any panic. You know, even when things went wrong, there was never any panic. And then that. That, uh, that drew me here and what kept me here, especially after uh, the previous coaching staff left, man, what kept me here was just, um, you know, I knew we'd be in good hands with, with Coach Venables uh, and as well as uh, the new position coaches that I'd have. So end up with Coach Chavis. He's, a, he's an amazing, amazing coach and an amazing person as well. So, um, again, all credit to, to them for everything they're, do- everything they're doing, everything that we're building here. Yeah, so... You've talked a little bit about it, but you have Lincoln Riley and that coaching staff that recruited you here. And now you're here with probably what we would consider one of the uh, most elite defensive coordinators of our time in Venables, right? I mean, he's got a long track record of being able to put guys into the league, develop guys, and just have a really strong defense throughout college football, which when you look at it, the game has exponentially changed throughout you know his tenure of being around what what's the difference between the two coaching staffs um in the terms of just what alex grinch was wanting you guys to do in terms of a scheme and then now what venables is asking of you guys uh again man coach grinch was a great coach love him to death uh but with coach coach v you know it, the the team with him being our head coach him being a defensive guru um with him being our head coach you know we're we're more of the focus is on defense. So, I mean, the head coach is now directly over you at practice. So obviously there's going to be more of an emphasis on, on your technique and, and things on skills on your skills on the defensive side of the ball, as opposed to our last coaching staff, which was an offensive side of the ball. I wouldn't say one is better than the other, you know what I mean? Cause it's just two different styles of coaching, you know, one's offense, one's defense. It's just, they're just opposites. However, um, me being a defensive player, I definitely have seen, uh, the improvement that has come with our defense, even through the the growing pains that we've had, you know, it, it's, it's, it, there's still there's still a lot of well, so there's still been a lot of good in the bad, uh, and there still is some bad in the good. Like yesterday, man, we as defensively we we had uh, a great performance. However, there's still a whole lot with uh, just us 
respectively and then me specifically there's a lot we can get better at you know what i mean so uh it's definitely is a is a growing process but man i i, I couldn't be happier for for where we are right now all things considered yeah so uh i've brought this up quite a bit over the season i know ou fans like to freak out um really passionate fans sometimes like to freak out too much um but just the change in what you guys are doing on the field, I would assume that that, I mean, there's a lot of learning curves and it's not something that you guys are going to be able to pick up overnight. So, you know, what would you say to just the fans that are like kind of doom and gloom about it? Like, you know, I've said that OU is going to be okay. Got to give the defense at least a year in the system to figure it out and everything. Cause when you change from one system to another, and especially that exponential of a change, it's going to take a while. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Again, uh, you know, with, with all of our stuff going on, you got, uh, you know, the coaches have to own the players and the players have to own the coaches too, as well as learning the scheme, you know, learning the, the, the amount of, of carryover that there can be, learning um, just what to do, what not to do. Again, it's two completely different, completely different systems, which means your technique may be completely different. That's fine. That's okay. So uh, what I would say to the fans is, man, you know, just calm down a sec. You know what I mean? We're, no one, no, Rome wasn't built overnight. Uh, however, once you see what we are building, man, I, I think not only the fans, but us especially, will be, will be overjoyed and pleased with the results. Yeah, so what has the excitement been on the defensive side of the ball uh, with just seeing the vision that this staff in this this the, uh, this this coaching regime has, right? Because it's a little bit of a different vision than Oklahoma's had, probably I would say even in the past 10 years, even towards the end of Stoops' tenure, right? So how excited, what does that room look like in terms of the excitement and the energy level to go out there and play, even though it's like, yeah, there's rough patches. What is that energy like? Uh, yeah, man, it's, um, it's great. You know what I mean? It's definitely... Definitely a, a fun process. You know I mean, it's just kind of putting your nose back to the grindstone and going to work uh, after celebrating a win. And even after, you know, uh, having a loss, man, it's still putting your nose to the grindstone and going back to work. All right, here's what we need to get better on. And then you list out the points. Well, here's what we've done good. All right. And then you just, you, you, you enhance your, your, you enhance your, your skills and you, improve on your flaws that way you know you're still continuing to get better i mean you look you take some of the guys on our team and you look at them from game one to, to the last game they're completely different people you know so it's definitely uh just one of those things to where um if you if you have perspective and you you know what the vision is man you're you you'd be more than excited about it yeah yeah so let's kind of shift a little bit uh still talking about this new staff but this has been uh, a question that a lot of people love to hear. Smitty's came in, and he's kicking some people's butts. And we know that he's kicked people's butts before when he was here at Oklahoma. He went to Texas A&M and did his thing out there. What has Smitty been like for you? And then do you have any stories? I love Coach Smitty. I love Coach Smitty to death. Um, and we all know that it comes from a different place of love and a place of of us wanting to to get better and then wanting to get better them wanting us to get better, you know what I mean? They can't do it for us. We have to put the work in. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I have nothing but love and respect for for Coach Smitty, you know what I mean? He, he, he's he's a guy. He, he's one of the guys who, who helped build this program into into what it has been, um, 
what it has been, what it was maybe the be the beginning of the the twenty tens or or the beginning of the two thousands. You know, what I mean, all that comes from him. You know, it's just uh, and all that stuff that he does, all that stuff that him and his staff, best strength, best strength condition staff on the planet, in my opinion. But all the stuff that they have done for us, and they've they've shown like now that we're towards the end of the season, we've seen the why. I mean, at first, when you're in the summer or when you're in the winter and you're just doing it, you might be doing it just to do it. You don't see, you don't have the vision, you don't see the why behind it. But now, um, now that we've almost had a full calendar year uh, of, of being with these with these coaches, uh, not just the strength and conditioning staff, but with all of our people, with just having having been through a whole calendar year of it, man, it's, it's, it's night and day. You now understand, you have perspective. You, you're not guessing what's next you know what's next you know what's about to do you know what kind of work you have to put in in order to be successful is the main thing and as far as Schmitty's stories i i can't say i have any i've witnessed any uh anything that's just terrible uh yet but i'm sure something's coming uh but yeah i personally haven't haven't witnessed anything to the extent of some of the some of the other stories you may have heard about yeah Definitely when you talk to people that were here just, you know, 10, 15 years ago, uh, they got some horror stories, I'll tell you that. And then you got the people on Twitter who are like, yeah, you know what? I want to be a part of it. Let's let's make Schmitty have a charity. And I'm like, no, you guys don't want to be a part of it. At all. <laughs> no, like you don't even like even for charity, you don't want to pay the money to put yourself through the suffering. So you did talk about the process. And this was a question that kind of came up at the earlier at the beginning of the season, but Venables announced that you guys were going to be wearing game day suits, right? You guys were going to come off the, the bus. You guys were going to be dressed up. It's a business trip. I mean, what has that been like for you guys and how has that changed um, or how has that impacted you in terms of the way that you look at the game, um, having to look at it as a business trip every time? Uh, well, it's just one of those things that, man, you, you, uh, it, it, it puts you in the mindset of how the real world is. You know, in the real world, uh, when you're, when you're about to, when you're going to work, so to speak, you, you, you're not in, you're not able to wear just anything. You know what I mean? You have to look for me, you have to look presentable. Uh, so when, when he announced the suits, I was overjoyed because I mean, I, I, I love wearing a suit now. Um, as far as getting in that, I'm a hate, but as far as the, just the way that they can present someone, uh, I definitely love that. So and it allows us to, to have our own style kind of filtered through, uh, with our suit, you know what I mean? Because again, you have, we all, we all don't have just one suit, you know what I mean? You can go out and buy whatever you want and mix and match and then accessorize, you know, have a bow tie, have a normal tie, uh, cuffling stuff like that, you know. So it's definitely, definitely, definitely been a, a, a highlight uh, getting our own suits tailored to us. Um, and again, when next year we'll get another suit, and then again every year, every year here you'll get a, another suit. So I mean, it's definitely one of those things that man, uh, uh, I'm, I'm glad that I'm here for. Wish, wish uh, they could have been here sooner in that regard um, for that. But no, man, it's it's, it's something that it, it, it's again, it's a model of the real world. Uh, because when you go to work, you know, I mean, you have to put on a uniform, whatever the uniform is, uh, you know, and as far as if you're in, say, you're in corporate America, you know what I mean? You can't walk around in, in, in shorts and a T-shirt and call it a day. That's that's not that's not that's unprofessional. No, I mean, you have to wear a suit. So now we're building life skills with that. So, hey, now if, if, if no one can say anything, they can say that they have a suit. 
if they play for you football. So they have a suit. They know how to they, they know how to tie a tie. They know how to how to how to iron their suit. They know how to be presentable for let's say a job interview or let's say they have a presentation or stuff like that. Yeah. So you said potentially another suit next year. Does that mean you've made a decision on whether you're going to come back and give yeah, it another go around? Plan was always to to stay for four years. Um, trying to graduate before anything, you know, I'm trying to set up my future. So the, 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 there was never any, I mean, for me anyway, there was never any, any gray area as far as that's concerned. Uh, I mean, even when I was going through my recruitment process, I told, I told people, you know, I'm not, I don't plan on being a three and out kid and that's fine. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to graduate and get, and get as, 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 as good as I can uh, before I would maybe take the next step and go to the next level. Hey, and you know what? You're going to have a great opportunity because it sounds like Jonah's coming back. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, Ethan decides to uh, stay. And then you guys have some elite talent coming in. So not only do you get to come back and have another year of BB and the guys and try to you know really submit your legacy, but you get a chance to help set the course for the younger guys that are coming in. Uh, which some of them were there last night, uh, including one of them, David Hicks. What would be something that you would say to the younger guys or, you know, uh, how would you try to help steer them in the right direction throughout their recruiting process? Uh, and then when they get on campus? Uh, well, I would say, uh, this, I would say to any recruit, whether they're coming to Oklahoma or not, man, uh, man, go where you feel like you have the best chances to succeed as a student, as well as a, a as a man. And then as a football player, I think that that's a really important hierarchy you have to look at, okay? Because let's say you 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 you're signed, committed to this place, but these classes these these classes are too hard for you. Or if these classes are too hard, then you can't play. You know what I mean? You'll you'll flunk out. You'll be ineligible. So uh, understand that again. Uh, have constant talks with your your academic advisors. You know what I mean? In order to to get you on the right path of what you want to do. You know what I mean? Because again, you have until like your junior year to really decide your major. Because more not more times than not, you're going to be in your 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 genetic classes. Uh, but absolutely, what I would say, what I would tell anybody again, not just Oklahoma guys or guys who want to come here, man, but just go where you feel uh, like. If you never were, if you never played a down of your sport, if you never played another snap, you'd be okay with going. And for me, I was Oklahoma. If, if, if something terrible happened, knock on wood, but if something terrible happened and I was no longer able to play, you know, I, I, I would be at peace with, with being in Oklahoma, with being here uh, at the University of Oklahoma, if that makes sense. No, yeah, that makes sense. And, uh, I, you know, I obviously not being a football player or an athlete at all and not going through this process, uh, on the outside looking in, sometimes I feel like that's something that uh, we think that, people don't think about a whole lot but it's it you know what it, it sounds like you guys do think about that in terms of hey what am i going to do after football or what am i going to do if for some reason something happens i'm not able to continue to play anymore so it's really good to hear that you guys are thinking about that future outside of football yeah absolutely the the, the, the number one purpose of our program is to graduate okay which is which is again part of the reason why we have so many guys coming back you know we're, we're, we're trying to graduate before anything so, yeah, so I want to jump back over to the recruiting piece a little bit uh, because a lot of fans think that, you know, especially when you're having a down season like Oklahoma's having this year, uh, it makes it to where players don't want to come to the school. 
right? And I have looked at it as it's different from an Oklahoma who has been successful versus a Texas A&M who they're now in their fifth year of a head coach. He's got a cycle of guys in there and they're still not putting out the results, right? What goes into that thought process of uh, potentially looking and finding for a school? Because, I mean, you went and visited Vanderbilt. Florida State, Tennessee, those necessarily weren't programs that at the time were winning. Um, and then what was your like best and worst recruiting experience uh, with any of those like official visits? Uh, yeah, man. So with with all that, um, what I would say is a school that may not be may not have the the quote unquote success that you would like now is one thing, but if you if you go back and look and see what they had, you know, just look at the circumstance, have perspective. Because we keep coming back to that work because it's, it's really important. Have have perspective, okay? So so perspective about OU, right? So in the grand scheme of things, um, a year ago we were in a completely different position. Uh, we had we had a completely different coaching staff. Half the guys that are in our locker room now weren't here. Right, so uh, you fast forward a year to this year, man. We, we, we are still tr- trying to kind of figure it out with each other. However, the foundation we we, we built and we're building, man, is, is is there. Okay, you 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 take away uh, a few plays, man, and and we're legitimately eight and two, as opposed to six and five. Okay, and then eight two eight and two season was completely different. Right, so uh, just kind of have respect, man. We've lost three games by, uh, I think, like seven points or less. Okay, so again, all these all these games could have gone completely differently. All the games that we have lost could have gone completely differently, and the other two we didn't have quarterback for. So uh, just again, have perspective and understand what uh, we're trying to do, um, and and that's that's what kind of what I looked at with with all of our with all the schools that I visited and went to. Um, I was, I was definitely looking at, okay, by the time I'm a senior, how would they look? How would our team be? And obviously you can't guess that, um, you know, just, just, you can't accurately guess that just, just cause anything could happen. I, I never thought that I would have a different coaching staff that I would, and here I am, you know what I mean? But, uh, definitely just, just how would they be or how are they going to be or what do they have coming in? What do they have leaving? Um, as far as coaching wise, like and player wise, just understand uh, what uh, they're at, what people have going into it and coming out of it. That makes college football is a business uh, more than anything. It's a business. So if, if you're at a school where uh, the coaches, or if you're looking at a school where the coach has been there for a few years and hasn't had much success, well, they're on the hot seat. Okay, they may not realize it, but and you may not realize it, but they are on a hot seat. Okay, and you never want to go into that position of uh, the the coach you're committed to is now left. You know what I mean? And and now you're 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 messed up. So just understand um, again, have perspective and everything. Do your research is what I would tell anybody coming in. Doing research, do your research about uh, every school, every possible thing, like the area. Uh, the class you be taking, the people who are around you, take take a walk at like campus, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. So, thanks for that. 
I love talking about the recruiting piece because it's something that us as fans necessarily don't always get a look into and we don't understand because we'll never go through that process. So I love the recruiting conversations. I love those questions. Uh, it definitely helps provide a little more insight there. Obviously, this has not been the season that you guys wanted. You guys are at six and five. Uh, it's been rough. It's been up and down. But it seems like you guys are having a good time. You guys are enjoying it. You guys are working uh, towards something greater, especially uh, going into next season. What's one of your biggest motivations when you go and you step out on the field uh, every week, uh, every single week? Uh, I would say one of my biggest motivations is the chance to to prove that that we belong. You know what I mean? The chance to to not only prove myself, but allow the people in my room, you know, the, the people in my room, so my position group, and then my unit to so the defense, and then the entire team, man, just be who we are to prove who we are, to prove who, that we are who we say we are. Uh, it's, it's a really big, important thing. Um, so just kind of having that that confidence, that, that that swag, that juice about yourself. You know what I mean? That, that, that you know, the guy across from me can't, can't beat me. Uh, and when you have stuff like that, when you have that that otherworldly confidence, you know who who can be against you. So every every game uh, is an opportunity. Every play is an opportunity. You have to live and die within every play. Uh, and if if you win the if you win the rep, awesome, great. You know, let's go back do it again. If you lose the rep, guess what? We still have another play. Do it again. So uh, it's definitely again. I keep coming back to this word, but it's, it's super important, man. Just having perspective about. Uh, your team about about the guys you're with because i know that the my guys personally man like, we have fun you know what i mean and, and yeah the fun yes the one fun is in the winning obviously right but man we, we have fun all right i'll go back to something i said earlier man there still is some good in the bad okay and obviously you know you go out on that practice field and we correct it but uh man just having fun and doing the things that that we just love doing and that's that's playing the sport and that's playing with and for each other yeah, so you were around several guys that have now left the program, and they're in the NFL, right? Perry Winfrey, Isaiah Thomas, Delarian Turner-Yell, Nick Benito. I'm sure I'm missing some other guys on the defensive side of the ball. You know, what is that communication like? Do you guys still talk? Do they, you know, do, do they provide any, like, mentoring advice to not only you, but just anybody else on the team uh, since they were previously here last year, and it seems like they still have a good connection with you guys. Absolutely. Um, you know, they come, like Isaiah and uh, Trouble, DC, he was at the uh, Baylor game uh, afterwards. We kind of talked. But, yeah, no, definitely, uh, especially during the offseason, man, when they come up, uh, they're a, 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 a well of knowledge. You know, I mean, for about the next level, because they were literally just here with us. So they are they are a wealth of knowledge uh, that we can ask anything. And it's not going they're not going to charge us or anything because, man, these are our brothers. OK, so anything that we would want to know, potentially want to know about how it is up there, what you have to do or just stuff like, man, how do you buy a house? You know what I mean, how do you how do you be an adult? OK, stuff like that, man, they, they uh, more than have uh, time to answer. Uh, and just kind of be there for us. Because, again, even though they are not still at OU, they still are our brothers. So um, just, just with that and understanding that, uh, man, we, we, we love them. They love us. They're, they're all rooting for us for uh, wherever they are. Man, um, we're all rooting for them from here. So, Yeah, that's awesome. As we start to wrap it up here, I got a couple more questions. Okay. What are some of your favorite hobbies outside football? 
Okay, uh, favorite hobbies outside football? Well, uh, bowling is one thing. Um, you know, if it's a if it's a e kind of an easy day and we don't have anything to do, man, you can catch uh, me and a bunch of other football guys, man, just at the bowling alley. You know what I mean? We all have fun. We kick it there. It's it, it's cheap. Uh, shout out Sooner Bowl. Uh, it's cheap. It, it's great. You know, what I mean? we all love to do it. We're all pretty good at it too. Um, so there's bowling. There's there's uh, playing the Xbox. You know what I mean? I'm a big big Halo fan, big Mortal Kombat fan. Uh, so there's that. There's um, again sleep is the main thing. Uh, we uh, just catching up on rest throughout uh, throughout the season and the off season, all that fun stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, as far as as far as I would say, two two really big hobbies of mine would be bowling and and, and video games. All right, so do you play a little bit of Madden? Because I hear that there's always a rivalry going on between Bowman and somebody of who's the best Madden player. I dabble in Madden, yes, just because, it, it, one, it really helps you with your football knowledge as far as you know, understanding the other side of the ball, or both sides of the ball, really. So it helps you understand, you know, uh, route concepts and what, what offense are trying to do to manipulate you. As far as defense, to understand coverages and, and stunts and games and stuff like that. So, um, again, Madden's definitely uh, been a huge help, especially when I'm in college. Um, and that this is part of my livelihood. It definitely helps uh, me with stuff like that. But um, as far as playing competitively, not usually. Again, I kind of play more for the fun of the, fun of the game. Um, but, yeah, there are – there's always definitely something going on in the locker room or in the in the players' lounge with guys who uh, who, who play the game who think they're better than each other. Again, Philly's a good player. Uh, there's a few other guys in that in that mix too. So, okay, that's interesting. Listen, when NCAA comes out next year, there's going to be some massive NCAA tournaments going on in that locker room. I'm just going to let you know that. If right. you had to pick, <laughs> if you had to pick one team to play as, that's not Oklahoma in NCAA football coming out it's coming out next year you're going to be in it who are you playing Mm, i don't know i don't know uh it's kind of a tough one because uh back when ncaa 14 was out you know what i mean uh, the fun thing to do is to take a team that maybe it hasn't historically been the greatest and 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 play as them to the national championship and, and just try to win with them know what I mean? So, uh, like, back then my go-to was Middle Tennessee State because it was right down the street. Okay, so um, let's see if we can win a natty with NTSU. Right, that was my whole thing. But, um, yeah, man, I, I honestly don't know. That That's kind of a tough, uh, a tough really good question. I'd, I'd have to, to, to kind of look into it, see, again, as far as who the best team is, especially because you have a year like this year when everything's up in the air. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Listen, th- this year's been crazy for college football, but talking about NCAA kind of leads into uh, the last seg- segment of topics here, NIL. So okay. NIL has obviously changed the game, how we look at college sports. You guys are now able to make money on your name, image, and likeness, and you know it, it seems like live a little better in college and maybe not struggle as much. What has NIL meant to you as a player? And then do you have any idea NIL deals currently out there or in the works? Uh, I have a few deals that I'm not necessarily allowed to disclose because they're not really signed yet. Uh, but I have works. That makes sense. Uh, I have a few active ones uh, like um, 
fan arts uh as far as merch you know they could they do like phone cases and like shirts t-shirts hoodies stuff like that um you know they're they're really good people over there um but uh as far as how it pertains to me man nil has definitely been a a skill that is a double-edged sword uh it, it takes some growing up because this is taxed so it's like you know you have to you gotta you gotta sign a, a w9 form and, and stuff like that so you have to you have to be able to do your tax but with that being said man it's, it's definitely a great thing for college football i think uh on as far as uh helping athletes you know just have the extra money in their pocket you know what i mean because we we are college athletes and and uh man sometimes it gets hard you know what i mean just just managing money um because you got ranch, you got bills, you got utilities, and then you got to eat too. You got to eat, and then you don't know, expect stuff to happen. Like your car could break down. Like I have a car. Um, I drive an Impala, and I love my car to death. However, it has a lot of problems with it. Okay, so um, whenever something goes wrong, you have to have some of that money saved up. Um, and if you're just going off your your base monthly stipend, man, things can get tough. Things can get hard. So as far as having that extra stream of income, man, I think it, it's a really really great especially because we can't go out and get jobs as like a normal student could we we can't do that because one we have no time to okay we so we're, we're exhausting um our bodies mentally and physically uh so the fact that we can get a little we can get a little reward for that uh is definitely a, a, a huge 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 help and it's a really really good thing for college football by itself yeah so what i'm hearing is a car dealership in Oklahoma needs to give you an NIL deal. <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed. I wouldn't turn it down. All right. Well, hey, if you could have one NIL deal with any restaurant in Norman, where would you go? I've We've had some people say Louie's. We've had uh, – I think someone said Pickles. Somebody, um, somebody said Cheddar's. I think Jonah said Cheddar's. I love Cheddar's. I, the fun fact, fun fact, fun fact. After every game – or almost every single game in in high school, whether it be football, basketball, or it would be like a track meet, right? We would always end up at Cheddar. If I was choosing, we were going to Cheddar's. Okay, that was my favorite. That was my favorite place, uh, especially you know just just kind of. I went to two different high schools, so um, we we stopped going to the one in 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 the city that my first high school was in. Uh, and then we found a new one in the city that my second high school was in. So again, love Cheddar's, love Cheddar's. But as far as like. I'll give you like a local one if that makes sense. Cause I don't really want to, and that's a chain brand. However, if one is listening, I'm not going to turn that down either. Um, as far as restaurants that I would love to deal with, the garage, the garage is really, really good. Love the garage. Um, my favorite burger is the Big G Burger. Um, that's what they called my dad. Actually, that's now what they call me, Big G. Um, so I, I, I would love the garage. Uh, and then, like, and this may be kind of a, a obscure one, but like, insomnia or Hertz donuts, oh. amazing. Insomnia cookies—that's the only way to go. Yeah, yeah, insomnia or Hertz donuts, we made. So, if any one of those three, uh, if I got any one of those three, I wouldn't be—I wouldn't be opposed. Oh yeah, definitely not opposed. So the Cheddar's one's interesting. Uh, I went there for the first time when I went on a cruise to, uh, and when I was I was in Houston, and then I went for the second time the other day with Buddy because I live out here in Yukon. They just built one out here in Yukon, and I was yeah. like, okay, Cheddar's instantly one of my favorite restaurants because it's like Chili's price, but it's better than Chili's. Yeah, you can get, like the portions are amazing. Like I I usually get again 
my go-to is the buffalo chicken wrap. Yeah, like four buffalo chicken wraps, some fries. I got a side salad with it. So, I mean, it's definitely really, really good food. I actually, now I'm thinking about it, I actually may go there right now. After, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, really, really, really good food uh, for a decent price. All right. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, Reggie Grimes loves cheddar. So, everybody, let's get Reggie Grimes a cheddar's NIL deal. But, hey, listen. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I appreciate you just letting Sooner fans know a little bit more about you, but they can find you on Twitter. They can find you on Instagram. I'm going to drop his link for his merch down below, but tell everybody again uh, a little bit more about your merch, where they can find it. And again, I will put that in the link below. Uh, okay. So it's fanarch.com. There's, uh, links in my in my Instagram bio at I am Reggie Grimes. I I and there's links in my Twitter bio at I am Reggie Grimes. Um, so I mean, again, man, just click the link. It should take you there. We got we got hoodies. We got like pullovers. We got shirts. We have um, we got we have phone cases, which is actually really really dope. I love those. I have actually have one on my phone right now. It's actually really really awesome. It has like my logo, my stylized logo on, and everything. Um, then you have like, like again, there's two different kinds of shirts. There's some like with my logo, just logo, and then there's some with like my actual face on it and like me, like actual pictures of me. So it really just kind of depends on which one. But uh, as far as like comfort, man, they're really high. It's really high quality stuff. Like sometimes I sleep in some of the stuff just because of how great it is. Like especially like the the pullover. Um, so yeah, man, fan arch. Shout out to fan arch. Really, really great people. Um, but yeah, man, just click on the links in any of my bios, and it should take you there. All right. Anything else you want to say to Sooner Nation before I let you go? Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for supporting us this season. Um, man, we, we really couldn't do it without the fans. So I uh, love you all. Uh, Boomer. Sooner. <laughs>